The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Play NZ's number one entertainment podcast. Virginia. Virginie. Virginie. Sorry, Zach. The world that goes by Virginie. From <laughs> iHeartRadio, play ZM's Flesh, Vaughn and Haley. Available everywhere. The Real Pod is brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nandos.co.nz to learn more and start earning. Bring on the weekend. <laughs> What's Bring that? On. Bring on the weekend. I've been eating jelly. Yeah, oh, that's I only know. a tiny part of my story. <laughs> of her story. <laughs> okay. To the real pod, Alex is cackling away already. <laughs> My name's Janie, joined by the Cackle Queen, Alex Hello. Casey. Cackle Queenie. Cackle Queenie, yes. And Mr. Beanie and Duncan Grieve. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Is that nasty? No, but it is our new persona <laughs> forever. <laughs> Mr. So Beanie. Thanks for the non consenting <laughs> assignment there, but I can't deny it's true. Uh, this is your reality TV podcast. We are recapping Dancing with the Stars week three. Yeah, yeah. week three. But also halfway. Halfway. <laughs> Just Which crazy. was how I consoled myself with spending my Monday night watching oh, two for... hours of quite indifferent television. Can you just pretend to be on board? I'm, for the I'm, on, board. I'm on board. Weeks? I'm on board. Okay. I liked um, the Paso Doble. If you want to uh, get in, not get in touch with us, if you want to get in touch with other people who listen to this podcast, <laughs> then head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. Some great chit chat happening in there always. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash the spin off podcast network. Hey, what was that sound, Jane? Okay, so we just need to give you some context. The power is out, but the show must go on. We lost power at the spin-off yesterday, and it's still not back on. Hey, uh, Victor, what's up? <laughs> Victor, definitely listening. Uh, so there's no there's no peeps over there at the moment. Everyone's working from home because we need power and internet and so on. A very technologically advanced organisation. Um, but TI has jacked up a temporary studio uh, in the boardroom of our sister company, Daylight Creative, and that sounded like a fart. <laughs> that one sounded like a fart. Well, it's interesting because we are right next to the toilet. We are near the toilets. <laughs> and I did an experiment last night where I, you know, went in, did some things, and I had a friend listen outside. And she <laughs> All said normal you could, things, by the way. 
Just. And she said you could hear everything, start to finish. Yeah. She said I was there for the whole journey. So if you hear some flushing and some activity. We, we've got to do something about that. <laughs> In what sense? I feel Soundproof. like people need privacy. They do. This you is do. what I'm saying. I mean, we've talked about this before. You often, you, you often have these teething issues with a new build. Not that it's a new build, but it's a new reno. Okay, look, all that to say, the sound is not the best at the moment. Mm. We've got, we're um, right near, we're next to a thoroughfare, there's glass doors, there's big gaps in the doors. Chai's done his level best and an amazing job, as always, um, but not good enough. So. Not good enough. <laughs> not good enough? <laughs> so that's, that's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I jest, of course, done amazing. Also, our first, um, our first guest in the... Uh, in, in the temporary studio this morning. Oh, only John Kerwin. Was <laughs> <laughs> it? Okay. Yeah. That's classic. Yeah. Did the toilet, was the toilet a rocking? Everyone was arriving, the doors <laughs> banging away, people getting in there, uh, they're, they're having their first coffee, yeah. you know what that means, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do not come and knock <laughs> Busy time. Busy, busy time. Anyway, in some um, reality TV news, Lego Masters has started. Whew. Do you watch? I did not. Did you watch, Duncan? No. Well, let me tell you, I've watched the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you have more research than the rest on. of us. Oh, there's a lot on. Me, like, so I wrote a story about Robin Sather, who is the brickmaster yeah. on the show, who's like the judge and the, did everything behind the scenes and is the first certified Lego professional in the world. So it's quite interesting. But the show itself, I don't, I don't care for so much. What, have you seen any of the international versions? Bits and pieces. Okay, does it stack up? Are our builders any hey, good? Hey, uh, <laughs> that's nice. So that's, what you did there? I, that's I really nice. Did it on purpose, I promise. <laughs> um, from what I saw, it was quite low energy. Like, it has Di Henwood hosting, and I thought he was going to be a bit more like, ah, you know, getting around the getting around the brick pit and whatnot. Very calm. <laughs> Do you think he's a bit dark about being uh, sashayed off the dance floor? Possibly. But no, but I think, I think he that, intentionally because of did Lego Masters. That. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. He was recruited to the... Um, the Hated Rival Network. He would have had no idea how big uh, the return of Dancing with the Stars was going to be. Has it been big? Three million people watched the first episode. That's not true. That's not true. That's what I read somewhere. I mean, that's just <laughs> I think completely won. impossible. That's right. It's, there's no way. It's just amazing <laughs> the way that you can just say anything about your numbers nowadays. <laughs> I may have <laughs> like dreamed of press release. The Weekend Herald has, and, and radio, basically every legacy media form is reporting rising numbers. Every single quarter, it's ama- it's amazing. Like, well done. But is that actually happening? Because you're printing less of them, and people are dying all the time. <laughs> when I say when I say three million, I mean a million. That's mm. still tons, that's still a lot. I just, I'm sorry. Like, that's you don't not even a, believe that's, that. That's not a real number. You know, when they release the figures, the ratings for uh, like the top twenty shows or whatever yeah. of the week. You know, there are some that we, some of our podcasts get. Almost as many yeah. listens as the top twenty TV shows. Like what? that. that, that yes. well, this not is the, our, sorry, that when this, I say our podcast, I mean the spin-off network. Mean three million not people. Three million people listen to the real podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, well, let's, maybe that's what we should start doing. Because if you can just say that yeah. a million people watch Dancing yeah. with Stars, which just no way it's true. Yeah. Like, come at me. Um, uh, you know, Discovery Comms, but it's not. It's not true unless you start to include like social impressions or or something of that nature. Then uh, it's not true. Then um, you know that that's that's like then 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 three million people listen to the real real part. I feel like this might be one of those occasions where they do actually come at you. 
They may mm. come at you. You're with just some saying evidence. some things. You are, really are. I am saying some things. Okay, so One News gets about 600,000. Oh, oh, no. oh, no, it's going to be the fault. I didn't mean to. Right. Sorry, apologies. Hey, if I'm wrong, I will... What will I do? I'll do, I'll do a big formal apology. I know, I think you should do a dance. Dance, showy, and apology. I've done, done Bingo. A bit of dancing lately. <laughs> <laughs> All at the same time. Yeah. Um, Below Deck, by the way, is starting on Bravo in just a couple of weeks, and we will be doing a real recap series on that. So, also going to the premiere. Going to the premiere. I don't Can't want to wait. show off to everyone. Well, no, but they want they want to us to do. They that. want to be part. Yeah, of they even said like to to get me there that there'll be candles on the seats. Did they tell they did, you that? They did, because they know that I like to take yeah. the things. You know what? I'm a bit that way inclined now too, so battle's on. What do you mean now? Well, because I, I wasn't a candle stealer once upon a time, but now I feel too like times have, times have changed. It's tough out yeah, there. Love a candle now. They were a Sorry, sorry. They were a Koya. Wow. You don't just walk past in a Koya. No. How many, how many did you get? About five, <clears> hey. <throat> Redacted. <laughs> Three million. <laughs> um, Candy Lane, uh, reality TV star from Dancing with the Stars, once upon a time host. She gone. Uh, also celebrity Treasure Island. Um, is gone. Gone to Gold Coast. Gone to love. Gone to the Goldie. Yeah. That is a real. Like, the GC. Do you think she took the ejection from the CTI? Extremely too difficult. Too literally. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> off the island. You're off the island. But, but this. <laughs> Is the North Island. <laughs> yeah. This is where I make my yeah. home. <laughs> you got the options. you got South Island, Stuart, or Australia. <laughs> I hope Customs keeps Chatham? a close eye on her because we know she's good at smuggling. Yes, we do. Mm. We do Various know that. Various spices and aforementioned things and makeup containers. Um, she's also good at rummaging through other people's bags. She has bananas, bananas. And, and clues to the, <laughs> to the treasure. Good at rummaging. <laughs> Great CV. And good at selling shoes. Remember she worked at a, a shoe shop. That's right. She fancied herself in that shoe competition. I can't even remember what. Anyway, What's she going to do on the Goldie? Dance, of course. I she's assume got, so. She's got um, Fano there. Yeah. Her, her daughter's called Jazz, which I think is fun, like Jazz Ballet, you know. <laughs> Name your child after your preferred dance style. Um, and uh, I think, and I maybe dreamt this too, but I think she might have offered to sell her dance school to my sister. What? This yeah. is reported. Again, like I say, might have dreamed it. And my sister is a dance teacher and has dance syllabus wow. around the world. Why isn't she on uh, Dancing with the Stars? Because she doesn't do that kind of dancing. Wow. She doesn't do, which made me think, by the way, I was thinking in the shower, I did my best thinking. Uh, this morning I thought, wouldn't it be good if there was an alternate Dancing with the Stars? So it's just. Not necessarily always on, but there's two seasons a year. One is this ballroom one. but then And this all came out of Lance Valley doing his very not ballroom-esque dance. I thought, wouldn't it be good if people went in and they had to do like a hip-hop dance and a jazz ballet dance and like a, um, a hoedown or a, a Charleston, you know? Do they not do that? Do they, do not? they not do hip-hop? Nah, it's all like rumbas oh, and zumbas. They and really should lows. be doing that. Mm. They, they sometimes do. do. Why like, did Colin have cornrows? Did, didn't they used to? <laughs> yeah, didn't they used to do the great like, unanswered question? <laughs> I ask you once more. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes they inject a little bit in, but but ultimately it's it's ballroom dancing. <sighs> did you not notice? Well, no, but I feel like there was a year where where they did like sort of adult contemporary interpretive dance. Yeah, was a whole different. There was a hot. <laughs> I asked oh, you yeah, once no, again. I, I, think, I think there is a, a contemporary. Uh, sometimes they do a contemporary, but it's not. Hot. Anyway, but let's just get on with the show. 
Um, <laughs> which we're actually starting with Alex's dotes of the week. Ah, oh, my huge. Your dotage. I had the biggest weekend of my entire life. Tell me about it. Saturday night, I went to a housewarming. Huge for me. Don't go out much. Mm. Loved it. Left. Sat down on my couch, started eating a big bowl of jelly. This is part one of my weekend. Can confirm, saw footage mm. or photoage of the big bowl of it jelly. Actually, it continued across two nights that bowl. It did. I, I, didn't I got, quite fo- finish I got it. photos the next night. Because I ate some before Dancing with the Stars as well. Because I'm on a jelly journey. Because <laughs> um, I've been going a bit ice cream crazy at home. Oh, yeah. like, just loving it. And now I've got um, dermatitis <laughs> <laughs> from all the sugar. And so I'm trying to cut back on sugar. Oh, I have to say, speaking of ice cream, I rolled the dice on a, um, a Sunday, a McDonald's Sunday over the weekend, after Dancing with the Stars, actually. Whoa. And you know how it can go either way for me. 70% of the time, bad. 30% mm. of the time, okay. It was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, yeah, got, got through. Trouble free. Thank God for that. Yeah. What flavour? Uh, caramel. Yum. Yes, yum. So I was halfway through my bowl of jelly. And then I got, and then I looked at my phone, and there was all these messages in the real pod chat, as you'll be aware. Mm. Don't grieve. Thirty-eight of them. Thirty-eight messages. Had a spare ticket to a Taylor Swift, Olivia mm. Rodrigo pop party at Galatos, and I got my ass up off the couch at after nine o'clock at night. Never been more shook than uh, that. I thought it, I thought Total it was a, like a. I thought there was a three percent chance of Jane and like a point three percent chance of Alex. Because yeah, you're Swifty. Uh, well, well, I did later get accused. A teenager grabbed me in the face and yelled right into my open mouth, you are not a real Swifty. No. <laughs> and you'll notice I sound hoarse today. <laughs> but I'm sure that's unrelated. Um, I am like a post-19, post-red onwards Swifty. Oh, okay. You're not, the you're earlier not, albums, no, I'm not. You're not a Swifty. I wasn't there. Yeah, okay. But I'm still allowed to go. I was My there. My human right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a very intense crowd. I had like the absolute time of my life. I've never felt more safe and secure as a um, 42-year-old <laughs> male Swifty. Um, and and I, I saw that incident happen and I felt quite bad but also quite lucky that I, was, I actually mm. knew all the words <laughs> to the songs that you were not quite familiar I with. I was pretending. I was, do- you know, I was doing you the mouth along. Yeah. yeah. Pineapple, pineapple. She was a real cop. <laughs> she was, and it was dark. You yeah, know, like, yeah. She like they, she had the, they had the Silence of the Lambs like what is that? Night vision goggles on, and I got absolutely caught out. But it was so much fun. It was so fun. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Cam Mansell from ZM was on stage, and then we saw him at Dancing at with Dancing the with the Stars. Uh, so big weekend for him too. Epic weekend with Cam Mansell in a so, way. So, so you went to Dancing with the Stars. Did you? I've got a question written down. Um, uh, no, no, actually, no, really? surprisingly, yeah. So, the, so Duncan, How? share your question. Oh, did you get a sore bum? No. So um, the seats, I was, I actually commented on them that they're mm. they're padded. Wow. They're like uh, stadium seating, low key, only about seven rows. Mm. But they were padded, so totally comfortable. Loved it. That yeah. was not that was not my main concern. No. What was your main concern? Hunger. <laughs> So, so how long from um, ingress to egress? 4.30 to 8.30. Oh, um, no. They did provide us with a bottle of water. In fact, I've got the water. This is not the water. It's been refilled. I'm recycling. You see, they gave us a bottle, bottle of water, so that was nice. Four hours. They told us not to bring food in and didn't provide any. And all I could think about, what, could, what food was I thinking about the entire time, Alex? 
Honey roasted peanuts. Honey roasted peanuts. Oh, Jane actually, became so delirious by the end of the by the end of the record that she thought a crew member holding a clipboard <laughs> was a waiter holding a plate of food. True story. <laughs> and then I started smelling butter chicken in the yes, second half, did, yeah. and I was going mad. Yeah, it was um, it was a weird kind of torture, but glorious. It was. It, oh, it was, it was so a good. good. Time. Can we go back to the start of the experience? Because you have to get a rat test on arrival, yeah, wow. which is its whole thing. You have to line up. Do the rat the in front of everybody. Rat. You do the rat. There's no little private booth. You're doing it you right. Do just, the rat. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like uh, it's a new game show. <laughs> you're shoving a thing up. Your... I got complimented on oh, my technique. Jane got showered in compliments by the guy. Yeah. The medic. He was just like, ah. Oh. You've done this before. I don't think he said that, did he? No, but it was implied. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have, so correct. Uh, yeah, I did a good job. He said, he said, you've got great technique or something. I, was, I wasn't sure if he was hitting on me. Because it does sound like he was hitting on you. Yeah, it didn't. I just, honestly, I just think he was like after seeing crap rat after crap rat, he saw someone come along, take it seriously. Crap rat. Went to the back rather than up, you know, went backwards rather than up with the um, swab. I know that's what you're meant to do, but it feels inauthentic. It feels performative. <laughs> oh, the lady in front of you was like, yeah, like put her head so far back. I was like, calm down. No, well, she's, she's done it wrong. You're supposed to go just straight back with the swab, not up. Oh, you're not supposed to tilt. Yeah, it's an intimate thing to do in a crowd of many. Um, um, and so when Alex did hers, I took photos of her doing it. Oh. I look really bad, <laughs> and I'm having a hard time. Lay in real hot corner. <laughs> no, but she sent them to her mum. <laughs> I did, and then my mum said, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." <laughs> she was like, "Rat test or?" She said, "Rat test or cocaine." <laughs> I was like, Ooh. "I mean, I don't think that's how cocaine works. I'm not really sure, but." <laughs> <laughs> And then I tried to give my swab. You're supposed to, you know, put it in the solution and give it back to the man and they put it in a rack with all the others. And I just gave it to him like a bachelorette giving someone a rose. <laughs> and he was like, please don't give that to me. Put it in there. And then they got your number And wrong. then there was a snafu with my number. They told me I was 96, but then Cal overheard them say there is no 96. She's 90. But at this point I had gone to the holding pen. <laughs> so all I had was the secondhand information from Callum that I might be 90 or 96. So you can imagine how tense it was as we were waiting for the numbers to get read out and then obviously Obviously, 90 did not get called out. No, 90 did. 96 90 did not. 90 did. 96 did not. And then she had to go and explain oh. to the lady, and the lady got angry with her. It was, honestly, it was just an amazing, what should have, what was a very straightforward process for literally everyone else there was just a giant real potting for yeah, everything. Yeah, really real And I was on tenterhooks already because I was thinking of the event the night before, and Cam Mansell got his rap before me, though. So I was like, well, if Cam Mansell's fine, then I'm going to be okay, you know? <laughs> Um, look, we're not even through the doors yet. No. Then we had to go and wait in line and we had, this is the funny thing, we had priority tickets and we're like, great, <laughs> priority tickets. The priority line was twice as long as the, <laughs> as the friends yeah. line because most of the audience are family, friends. Brody Kane's mum. Brody Kane's mum. Brody Kane's mum. All, all the mums actually, so many mums there. Yeah, but particularly Brody Kane's yeah. mum. She's amazing. Uh, so we trotted in and we were dressed to the nines. Oh, yeah, I borrowed a dress like, from we Ashley Bogle, no less. Wow. We were. You know, I feel she like wore you've it. worn a dress maybe once before in your life. Voyages and weddings. Yeah. She, yeah. she wore it backwards as well. And I wore it backwards because I thought it was too low cut <laughs> the front. So I wore it backwards and I had to wear a merino underwear under it to oh hide God, the label. Because I didn't, God forbid, you see the label on TV because I was convinced I was going to be in the front row, of course. <laughs> oh, which is hilarious because we ended up in <laughs> the one spot that was never 
going to get captured, like impossible to get captured by the cameras. We were in the back corner. There was like ladders and ropes. There was all the stuff behind us. We were like, where's your head behind I us? I was trying to slump down so I could get in the background shot of when they um, <laughs> they cut back to Clint's mum, but not even close. Not even close. But we would, because they say, dress up nice. You might just find yourself in the front, you know, you might oh, yeah. get put in the front row. Mm. And we come in. Honestly, some of the fanciest dressed people there, not the fanciest, like you were wearing heels. I was wearing it. There were not many people wearing heels. I was on heels. Yeah, she had sparkly stuff on. I had two different kinds of highlighter on my face because I thought the cameras. And we, beautifully. yeah, we didn't. Um, we did make it onto the telly, sort of. Um, there was a shot uh, just after Eric and Lauren danced and got their feedback. Cuts <laughs> back to the audience, our section of the audience, for like point two seconds, um, and you can just make out. Alex's arm and my arm in the sh- like about an inch of my arm in the shadow of the corner, which is where we belong in the corner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what was funny is when when you get into like the little holding pen before they seat you, she was like, "And who are you guys here to support?" And we completely blacked out. I said everyone. Jane said everyone, and I said the stars. We're media. Oh, the stars. <laughs> and then she looked confused and went away and then came back and went, are you a spin-off? And we're like, yeah. And then the greatest moment of my life, they were like, why didn't you say so? And we were oh. like, oh, this is great. Okay. Well, because you, you, you need to go to the corner. You to disgusting dark <laughs> corner with all this shit. I thought we were going to get wheeled out to the best seats in the house uh, and we did not. Why didn't you say you're over there? <laughs> but also the reason why I didn't say we're from the spinoff is because she said, who are you here to support? So I answered the question as it was asked. You can't say the spinoff there. Anyway. Without Nando's, there would be no real pod. There'd also be no cheesy garlic pita. Basically, Nando's changed all of our lives. Now, we all know that times are tough for Hospo, and sadly, Nando's have had to temporarily shut down some of their restaurants. So make sure you check the website to see which stores are still open before you visit. However, if you prefer to eat at home, like I do, because I'm lazy, Nando's Delivery has got you covered, and there's a nice little bonus on the side. You can order a scrumptious meal directly from the Nando's app on your telephone or the website on your computer and earn Perry Perks points. Once you're on the Nando's train, you are definitely not going to want to get off and you can use your points towards future orders. You don't get Perry Perks through other delivery services, so great hack. If you're a fan of the RealPod, show our besties at Nando's some love. Visit nandos.co.nz or download the app today. At Zed, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a New Zealand company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Hey, it's Dua Lipa, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new podcast, Dua Lipa at Your Service. You might know me as a singer, writer, and inquiring mind, and now I'm adding podcasts to that list. Join Dua Lipa for inspiring stories, tools, tips, and recommendations alongside some of the world's most exciting minds. Her guests roll deep on success, failure, obstacles, and what we can learn from them. I can't wait to share all of this and more with you. Listen to Dua Lipa at Your Service on the iHeartRadio app. It was very confusing. The, the good thing experience. is it's now 11 o'clock and we're halfway through the podcast. <laughs> we haven't talked about this show. <laughs> There's not that much to say. Any more, any more stuff? Oh, so any much gossip. So, so observations include, I think Lance Valley swallowed his gum at some point because he came in chewing and was that. not chewing by the time we went to air. And I did not see him spit it I do it and I think it's fine. 
Well, yeah, the seven-year thing is a myth. Mm. He also enjoys still water, still Kiwi blue, James and Camilla, San Pellegrino. Yeah. I mean, that might be a contract thing. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Sharon and Clint are incredible at their jobs. Mm. Like, I've mocked Clint a little. Take it all back. Take it all back. He's amazing. Like, they, they, when they are going live, those two are finding their spots. There's moments where... Sharon's reading from a card kind of like the all the scores and who you've got to vote for and all that. She's walking backwards across the floor what? in heels yeah. while reading the cards so that she can get from the spot where she just was to the spot where she needs to be on the other side of the dance floor. This seems impossible. It's it was, amazing. It's amazing to watch. So at the end of the episode when there's the whole group tally and Sharon's reading it, she is travelling. She's travelling. She's walking backwards and it's, there's no one. They're, they're like on their own. There's no one, like, helping her get back there. There's no one telling them where to go. They just know. It's incredible. I was so, I mean, I came away so impressed with Bum up. Hats off to the crew. Hats off, absolutely. Hats hats off off to to the the absolute crew. And hats off to the dancers because there is no kind of, like, fanfare the way that it seems on the telly when they come into the room. They just kind of, like, shuffle in and then... Like if you're if you're butterbean, you just sit down on the step and you just bloody wait for your song to start. Mm. Like there's lots of people yell, cameras moving around, and then they're like three, two, and and then he just has to start yeah. dancing when the music kicks. And in. everyone's clapping, and you can't. It's very hard to hear the start of yeah. the music. And I was like, how the hell do they I know. know? It's it's incredible. It's actually, and I just thought every dance was great. <laughs> every dance is amazing. The judges are incredible. Where's the group the dancers, the group dancers look like dog crap in person. <laughs> I will say that. The, the, yeah. It's all about where the cameras are. It yeah. looks really bad in the room. It, the, the, the hoe down at the beginning was an absolute shambles. <laughs> and it's really, it's a lot brighter in there than it looks on the telly too. So oh. you don't quite, kind of get quite the same like vibe of a, a nighttime event. Because mm. they do their like little dance like when mm. it's like presenting jazz or whatever, but everyone else is just kind of standing around behind the camera and then they go, hey, one, two, and come back in. So it's like a lot more stilted. Yeah. It kind of looks. Sharon's both also very small. Much smaller than you'd imagine. <laughs> very, a, a, a bit like a, a bit like a, <laughs> just a photo booth at a party, you know, or at yeah. a wedding or something. Um, the camera's very close to her when she's doing her, her bits in there. And, yeah, it's honestly, it, the whole thing was a lot smaller than it looks on the TV. They mm. do a great job. They, oh, hats off to the crew. And hats <laughs> off to the warm-up guy as well. Warm-up guy was great. tough job. And he made some really whew, borderline, uh, you know, like <laughs> good old days kind of calls. Sam Smith. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We actually got a story about him on the spin-off being the evergreen warm-up guy. He's the guy for all the shows. Um yeah, no, he he uh, he he basically accused Brody Kane's um, no, sorry, no, Kerry Woodham's mum of um, touching him inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, well, she did though. No, <laughs> she's just a short lady, and when he put his arm around her, and she started, she put her arm around, her and of course, it was bum height, you know. Yeah. And I and I understand that. I get that all the time. And you don't mean to touch people's downstairs. It's just that's <laughs> the height of where your hands are when you're going for a hug. Two so. years looking at his watch. <laughs> <laughs> One more vibe check from the room. When they were in the group dance, Reese, by far the most magnetic dancer, yeah. I thought. Like just yeah. captured. Yeah. Captured the room. Everyone Loved else it. absolutely phoned it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we started off with that group dance. Yeah, yeah. Um Kerry and Jared did a samba. I thought she was amazing. <laughs> I just thought everyone was amazing. So I'm just gonna say that. In the room, I don't know, you get you get caught up in it, you just want the best for everyone. Uh Dance to Toto? Yeah, I um, feel like 
I really liked this, which, and as you know, I don't like the show. And 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 I wonder if it's because I have I don't understand why, but I have really warm feelings towards Toto's yes. Africa. Yes, I was going to. I've actually gotten my notes later on when she ended up being in the bottom two, and they had to dance off again. I was like, it's really hard to compete. Even Valare, Gypsy King's version, can't compete <laughs> with Toto. Well, why is that song? Which, I mean, there, there must be so many things wrong with that song, really, when yeah. you think about it. But man, it just gets me. Dun, 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 dun. Wonderful synth, synth, synth writing. I saw the uh, the bassist, I think it was, from Toto play in a jazz club in New York. So, whoa. there you go. I don't even know if that merits a whoa. It does. Just like, are you telling me you spent time in the Americas? I did. I did. Yes. The big apple. <laughs> the biggest one. Uh, they got 19. I'm not even going to go. We haven't got time to go through all the feedback. I only so. just a little bit of goss from the floor. Um, afterwards, Kerry went and was talking to people sort of, well, well in front of us because we were right at the back. Yeah. But I heard her say, I ate my earring. So that's just a bit of on the floor gossip. There were a couple of earring losses, actually. Yeah. There were a couple of earring losses on the night. Um uh, and I don't remember anyone going to pick them up, so possibly just there's a just sort of an earring graveyard happening on the floor of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Vaz and Britt did the slowest jive ever mm. to uh, Valara, as I mentioned. Gypsy King's version. Well, parachute <laughs> parachute recordings version of the Gypsy King's version of Valara. I didn't think that we would ever talk about the Gypsy Kings on this podcast. Here we and are. Yet, I think you've mentioned are. that name three times. I've never heard this phrase before. Is it okay? Is it problematic? <laughs> <to be Yeah. laughs> it's spelled Gypsy G I P S Y, so I don't know if that helps. But anyway, um, doesn't sound like it. Um, as long as you keep saying it, yeah. You know, sorry, that's what uh, that is. I'm just it's facts. <laughs> I didn't make it up. Okay, I didn't name the band. Uh, <clears throat> this is a song that was special to Vaz because it was like special to his parents around the time when they met. Mm. Someone in the corner was like, did. His parents meet in the 50s? What is he saying? But no, again, the King's version. <laughs> the what version? I can't. Sorry. I've reached my quota. <laughs> Vaz, what a sweetie. I love her. Oh, fully on board. Yeah. Absolutely on board the, the Vaz train. When he came out before the group dance, he ran out some flowers to his mum who was in the front row. Yeah. And it was very emotional because when the stars come out and they're waiting to dance, they're playing their video packages down on the screen. And you had like Vaz and his little cheese cutter and his... Whatchamacallit? Suspenders. Suspenders in front of like baby Vaz mm. and then him crying about his mum. And I was just like, he's just giving it heaps, you yeah. know? He's he really putting is. himself out there. He really is. And so many more people know who he is now. Mm. Like this is the thing. When it came to the elimination, I was like, I just want this for him because Kerry's she's reached she's capacity. Fine. She's fine. She yeah. doesn't need any more notoriety. Vaz. He's a he's a rising star. Just getting started. Just getting started. He is. He's also like getting a lot of screen time by being consistently one of the worst dancers. True. So he's always always bottom two. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a lot of tension around it. I, I mean, I, I was very moved by Vaz's thing as well, but I think there's something about Vaz that has like literal physical makeup and how kind of um sort of perfect, but almost like like there's some kind of filter on him at all times. Mm. Like as I was watching, I was like, he reminds me if like, because there's this thing called the Unreal Engine, which a lot of video games use to kind of do live action-y type, type things. And it feels like he's a dancer who someone has done their routine using the Unreal Engine. You know, like it's just a little bit like someone's you playing the Dance with the Stars video game and mm. doing like mm. quite a good job, mm. but it's just a little bit um, mm. sort of AI kind of vibe. 
I think his height is working at a disadvantage in this competition because it just makes everything, every movement so much more noticeable. Mm. Um, which but it's not working against Eric, who's about eight to nine <laughs> feet tall. I think I think it a, is working against giant. Eric as well. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Imagine okay. how big those, no, not how big, sorry, how long those <laughs> pants are. <laughs> Very long, especially Eric's, right? Because yeah. they, they come up to basically oh, okay, we, well, hey, we cannot talk about Eric's pants ahead of the Eric segment because that's going to be a huge talking okay. point. Okay, <laughs> 21 for Vaz and Britt. Um, Reese and Phoebe did a waltz uh, to the Commodore's Three Times Lady. Beautiful, oh. just Lovely Cinderella story. They're really pouring on the romance of Reese, who has a wife. <laughs> Let's be clear. But it's like they're trolling him with the song choices and all the romance stuff. Eh? It's really cracking up. My mum my watched the episode because I told her she, she'd be able to see me. So your arm. <laughs> she asked if we were sitting behind Vaz's mum at one point, didn't she? Yeah. Not us. Not us. <laughs> no, it was not us. Um, and she... Really liked Reese's performance because she she remembers seeing Reese when he was like a little teenage comedian because we used to go to the comedy clubs to see Rose Matafeo when she was she was young and um, she was like now he's just gone from a larrikin to being such a sophisticated guy and I was like mum is that because he was dressed as a prince <laughs> and she said yes, yes. <laughs> yeah um, it's real it's some it's really amazing how like him just wearing his normal outfit I like jeans and a t shirt you're like yeah he's just a scruffy comedian. Put that man in like a, a silly like $2 shop print outfit. <laughs> He's the most handsome, chappy, and, and I would swear allegiance and go to war, war for that. Absolutely. It's a really amazing transformation. Extremely handsome chappy, lovely footwork, just... What a dream. So good. What a, what a get for the show, you know? Mm. I think he's going to be the breakout star of it. You know, there's the, someone who sort of stop, you know, moves levels. I think, you know, Vaz is giving a crap. The thing is, Vaz... Basically, he's just hanging around waiting for his next reality gig, whereas mm. Reese has other things mm. he can do. Yeah. I think the problem is Vaz is not relatable. Yeah, too handsome. Because he's handsome. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's, he's too perfect. Speak for yourself, Alec. Hey? <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I can't relate Sorry, to Vaz, obviously. I'm three foot four. Um, okay, Brody and Enrique. Now, this was a moment. Brody and mm. Enrique doing the Pasta Doble, one of my favourites. To Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Huge tune. Was it Bohemian Rhapsody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was quite a different famous, Queen song. Quite a famous song. Oh, man, that's real embarrassing. Hey, edit that out and just don't no, make no, it I'm, so that she's wrong. Absolutely do not do that. Frank and grab. <laughs> Frank and grab. <laughs> um, no, this was honestly in the room. I don't know how it came across on the telly, but in the room this was electric like I wouldn't hmm. have been surprised if if other people got to their feet I was never going to start it I would have got up I would have <laughs> I would have given a standing eye it was it was amazing on the tv um with those real life flames behind them it was, mm. was yeah very, very oh that scary. was the other thing it was hot as hell yeah no yeah and, she had and of thermal course on. my thermal on tied the label <laughs> I was baking alive <laughs> I was trying to convince her she should blow, do blow a, out your pits Blow up my pits, but wearing black, of course. So I was, tra- I was trying to convince her to uh, to do a Mr. Bean on the beach and, yeah. and take the thermal off from underneath <laughs> the dress. With that, had it been a, a singlet, you'd have been fine. You could have managed. Fine. But there was the sleeve. She started it. She did, I did she start did pull the Mr. Bean in the background. <laughs> she didn't take take the bottom of her sleeve out. Oh, it's good to be back on the preamble again. <laughs> It's been too long. Anyway, score of 24. It was the dance of the night for me. Yeah. Uh, Contentious because it wasn't the highest score. She, um... Oh, she's just got she's got that uh, that thing where just every time she speaks she says something classic and cracker. She's crack so up. cool. Yeah, ne- nearly blew a diff. 
Yeah. So good. What does that mean? It's, it's a car term, isn't it? Yeah, it's a car term. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. Um, and I didn't realise like how quite how loud and boisterous the mumbo was from mumbo number five <laughs> from la- from last week. It was uh, it was like it was just such an angry yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really good. And her mum, just what a mum. Unbelievable. One of the great mums. It, it'd be fucked up to do a power ranking of the, the show's mums because someone has to be last. But um, but definitely she's first. Yeah, it, you know what, it's well, I mean, it, she's the kind of mum that you, if you meet her and you had no idea she was Brodie Kane's mum, you'd be like, you're Brodie Kane's mum. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They, Guess whose mum. Who's That's mom? a show, copyright. Whose mum is it anyway? Yeah. Mum's come out. Improvise, yeah, with a pool noodle, or, or yeah, with a pool noodle. Well, you know, you know, like Ryan Styles and stuff. I whose line is it anyway? I was just trying to think of a way to like take the format. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw a pool noodle on no, whose line I is it anyway. I didn't, but it was probably different back in the nineteen twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Eric, Eric and Lauren did uh, the yeah Eric's pants. Yeah, okay, so Eric's pants. <laughs> This was a talking point after the show. As we were walking away, just I was like, they were so tall, and and they seem to have a point. I don't, know, I don't know about the point, but these are not. It's not the first time he's worn these pants. He wore them in week one. We saw them high with a white shirt tucked in. I don't remember what happened week two, so I assume that the the, the shirt covered the uh, the waistband. It's a pants. very sheer mm-hmm. shirt. This time, I was like, they've done him dirty again because. Don't worry, Eric. You're going to wear a shirt that covers your waistband. But we're going to make it sheer so we can still see that your pants come up to your nipples. What if he's proud? That could be where his legs start. This is what I posited it's not, to you. It's 100% not where his legs start. It could start. be where his legs start. We've never seen. The thing is, it also still works with my strongman theory because <laughs> the, the, a circus strongman would have very high-waisted pants and then thin <laughs> sort of suspendery things across the top. Um, when we were waiting in the rat area, sorry, back to the preamble, I did actually see if you are lucky enough to go to Dancing with the Stars and you're in the rat area, you can mosey on back. <laughs> and I saw a costume person airing out a chiffon lavender shirt. And I was like, I wonder who this <laughs> that belongs to. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> um, but we found, I can't tell you how Eric danced, truthfully, because I am always so mesmerised by Lauren. Mm. I I just don't watch Eric at all. Yeah. And, well, especially the way he just slings her around. She does like a million twirlies. That first lift when they open the dance. Again. shoulders. She, fear in her face. Mm. Like real, real fear. Because he's not, he's all brute strength. He's no brute technique. It was, uh, I was terrified for her. Anyway, they danced to um, 660's Mother's Eyes Got 23 Points. Jazz and Brad did a, uh, a, a dance to Rise Up by Andre Day. Um, it was a foxtrot and there was a, I was saying mid-dance, but it was actually late dance costume change. It was very exciting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she did, I mean, she's a dancer. She can dance. Yeah. Gal can It was dance. very emotional. That's the thing is with the emotions in the room, very real. Sharon Casey was weeping. There were people yeah. weeping. The judges were weeping. It was, it was a, pretty it was powerful. It was a super emo episode mm. the whole way through. I think, I think, you know, like, uh, so this dance was also her story, you know, in dance form. And uh, that really sort of heightened the performance as well. It was just, it was a really uh, intense dance and a really good dance and everyone was, yeah, weeping. And then Dave Butterbean came out and he also got bloody 
really emo on it. When that, that footage of him um, doing a haka for Eli after he'd been eliminated, mm. and you, if you watch closely, you could see Eli kind of shaking at the the emotion of that of that moment and the gesture, and it was like, man, this real silly show is fucking getting me. Yeah. See? Yeah, See? I know, I know. See? Come round. <laughs> like, this is one of my comment, one of my notes. Massively emo, did you cry the whole way through? No, just, no. just a bit a bit moist towards the end. Down the eyes. <laughs> down the eyes. <laughs> also, of- shout out to the judges. Because they I watched them watching. Like they are really doing it in the moment. Yeah, they're writing things. They're writing things. They don't even have time to confer really, like, well. You know, after the dances, they just do it and they do it perfectly every time with their little sound bites. We also learned as audience members that there's a camera that mm. sits over the judges and looks directly down on them. I thought the warm up guy was going to say to make sure that they're not like being, being sneaky, changing their votes at the last minute, their scores at the last minute. But actually, what it is is to see what their scores are. They hold down the oh, paddle so they, so can... they can quickly add it up. And get it to the graphics guy to get it up on screen in time. And then Sharon can have a crack at adding them up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just joking, Sharon. You're, you're great. Little, little thing from the uh, from being in the room that wouldn't have been picked up on the tally. When Dave was about to start his dance, he was sat in front of the judges table and he had in his um VO piece he said that his VTO, he said VT, whatever it is, he said <laughs> that he was um dedicating this one to his wife. Mother yeah. of his children. And he was just looking down and playing with his wedding. Not playing with, not like, you know, just like. Fondling. Fo- <laughs> fondling his wedding ring. Um, as a kind of, I don't know, it was, it was, and then he got her at the end, got her up at the yeah, end. Yeah, that like, was oh, real cool. That was really nice. is the, he is the man. And what did I say when after he kissed her? Do you remember? Is that his wife? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that is his wife. I thought it might have just been, you know, yeah. Just know. the lady in the it audience. It could have been us had we <laughs> got there <laughs> earlier. Yeah. You know? That's true. Um, okay, anyway. Night- <laughs> Pulled up both of you. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing clothes. It's like a three-way handshake. Remember when Hayden from Maths <laughs> proposed to both of us? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Still got to sort that out, get the dates ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we have, uh, we don't need to talk about any of the, any of the VT stuff, eh? Faz went and got a haircut, I am hope. Great charity. Um, the only thing is after that VT, so this is when they, when they announced his final two, right? That's when Vaz's VT plays. And then they come back to Kerry and she's about to dance and suddenly, like, Sharon, it seems like on the fly is like, and we just want to talk about Kerry's charity as well. I reckon Talkback host, she was like, that is an unfair advantage if you're going to play his VT right before we, he dances off in a, an elimination dance. We need to... We need to talk about my charity and the children as well, please. And they throw in some stuff about that. But the voting had closed at that point. Or do you think it doesn't matter? No, she hasn't danced yet. No, but oh. the audience doesn't vote in the dance off, oh. the judges. All right. Okay. Also, are we just going to not talk about the drive marathon? No. Yeah. <laughs> How are we not going to talk about the drive marathon? <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever seen. I thought someone might die. Yeah. That is Jazz Thornton in the background. Did you notice? Because I know she has asthma, and she was like, <gasps> like behind, like when she was sitting in Sharon's booth. She looked like yeah, I did trouble. notice her. I did yeah. notice her in Sharon's <laughs> booth, uh, still huffing and puffing, uh, yeah. uh, well after the dance had finished. And we heard Phoebe, professional dancer Phoebe's partner, when we were in the holding pen. I heard him talking about three and a half minute dancing. I didn't know what he was on about. And he was like, jive, three and a half minutes, and it's normally only ninety seconds, and it's safe. even for the professional dancers, it's really hard. Blah, blah, blah. 
He'd know because that was one of them. Mm. Um, and then that, then it all, all was revealed. Bro- Brody just seemed to be bringing it constantly. The are whole we, way through. Are we testing these guys for? I'm not. I don't want to make any. I don't want to make any accusations. But are we still testing to make sure that no one's on performance enhancing? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, Probably maybe rat, rat testing. Yeah, it's, it's not the same, is it? Oh no, something. Okay, just throwing it out there. It just does seem like in, in it did, human. It did seem inhuman. Um, but uh, Brody won. I don't know what the point of winning that was. She got more points. You get more points. The, the longer you stayed in it, the more points you got. They got added to your total. Therefore, right. you got a, a more of an advantage. That's just in new, the mad things, new things every week. New yeah, things that's every fine. Week. I actually think it's cool that they've gone, oh, yeah, the, the format we'd done wasn't very good. We'll change the format. Mm. Albeit too late to save um, beloved Eli, but, you know. Mm, it's just good to hear Tutti Frutti O Rudy again, you know. <laughs> over and over. It was, it was a tight little loop, that. <laughs> and uh, there was a bit where they also nearly danced into each other, which was which was a hairy, hairy moment. Oh, I didn't miss When that. they opened up the floor and the spotlights went off and the two the two couples oh, yeah. had the floor to themselves. I liked the um, judge dancers. I particularly liked all, um, Lancers yes. and Electrus. Okay. But particularly Lancers. Lancers are so good Lance at dancing. So it's fucking fucked up at But it was so downbeat. Not downbeat. What's the word? It was just like chill, like chill vibes yeah. dance. But just the, audience, the audience needed to be hooping more. Oh, the audience was, were underwhelmed with yeah. their response. I was angry at the audience. Mm. Give them a three, honestly. We'll also say about Lance, he is... He's jiving at the desk a lot of yeah, the time. Right. Yeah. You noticed him. Yeah. He's always moving. Yeah. <laughs> the rest are still. He's, he's amazing. Oh, I should add, we got told we were the best audience yet, didn't we? And I'm certain <laughs> that that was that? I'm certain that was true. Yeah, I'm certain no, they don't no, say no, that to lie. every. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, judging by the audience's response to Lance's dance on the Monday night, tend to agree. We would have absolutely, we would have whooped and hollered, wouldn't I we? I would have gone crazy yeah. to see Lance Savali dance in the flesh. Dance, dance Savali. Wow. Yeah. He also has a tiny fan. He does, yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, he keeps the, tini- it's the tiniest of little it's fans. It's the tiniest fan you'll ever see. A tiny little mint green, like USB-powered, yeah, <laughs> fan. And she's here with us today. <laughs> Is there anything else, Dad? No. Oh, Kira went home. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, Kira went home. Yeah. Uh, and she asked on her way out, she asked for Jared to have a lovely young thing next year so that he can show what he can do. So Jared's, it was Jared's debut yeah. uh, on Dancing with the Stars this year. Yeah. Mm. Um, tell you what's fun, in the Real Pod Corner, Matt Tatton-Brown, seasoned uh, pro dancer of Dancing with the Stars, who became a corny and is now, he's in the threads, chatting it up. Giving his opinion on things, which is great. It's like qualified it's like commentary, which Matt is Chatton Brown. not what you're here for. Uh, Matt Chatton Brown. <laughs> oh, no. He danced with Susie Cato. No, nothing. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. no it's, it's you've gone too far. Chatton Anyway, just another reason why you should join the Real Pod Corner. Hey, if you like this podcast, share it with your mates. Like, subscribe, rate, rate, rate. What was that? I was, was just saying, saying right. You can rate us on Spotify I've, I've now too. I've had some bad ratings on the fold lately. I've gone down to a 4.6. So, oh, so no. maybe you can rate, well, rate the fold. The, give the just, folder. You don't have to listen to it. Boring. But, um, <laughs> you know, give it a, give it a nice number. Uh, five is the number you need to get. Five stars on Apple. 
five stars on Spotify, give us a follow, help with the algorithms. I don't know. We're desperate. We are. We really We're really not ashamed are. to say it. And thank you, Tiahe, for putting up with us week on. A legend. Week off. Yeah. Hats off. It's not really week crew. on, week off, is it? It's just week on, week on. <laughs> Amazing new phrase that you've just used almost constantly. I feel like you need to be wearing your um, Panic at the Disco little... Oh, my top hat. Top hat. Yeah. To really... Should, should have brought that on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't be wrong, wrong, wrong... Uh, Taylor wears a top hat and something, doesn't she? Bouncing. She does, Circus-y yeah. kind of look. That would have been cool. Yeah, if you I did wear my chef pants. Yes. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't get that twisted. I wish you'd worn your chef pants to Dancing with the Stars and cooked up something yum while we were so hungry. <laughs> if, look, hot tip, if you do end up going to the show, just take some fucking honey roasted peanuts. Have a big meal beforehand. A big meal beforehand. Have a one square meal. And mm. uh, and also, I think, I think I'm think i not going to do it again because it's too long of a wait, but were they not, was there not rat testing, I feel like it would be a lot quicker. And the rat testing is high drama. It's exciting, I think. Did anyone... Get like a no, fail and have to go no, home. It would have been happen. real obvious though because yeah. they were batch calling numbers like, you know, 96. Or Maybe that's what we're on 96. <laughs> um, 21, 24, 33, and they're calling out and so like 10 people would all get up and leave. And you can just imagine it would be like, uh, number seven, you just come and see us in the tent, please. Like it would have been so yeah. obvious. Mm. Um, so if you have COVID, don't go. You'll be singled out. But if you want a free rat test. If you want a free rat test, it's a great place to go. Because they didn't even check your tickets. Actually, wow. did they check our tickets? Yeah, they Oh, did. yeah, not until we walked into the building. But you can get your rat test before <laughs> that. So if you want to go along and just see, like, Brodie Kane's mum, get a free rat test, <laughs> head along. I feel like we've given some of our worst advice and, like, like had real strong opinions about and almost demonstrably stuff that we're demonstrably wrong about in this podcast. No, Cody, Cody on maths was definitely your worst well, mm. Oh, when I was endorsing when you were team, team, team Cody was dark, <laughs> was dark times. Hey, look, we're not a great group of people <laughs> online. The Discord, problematic stuff going down in there all the time. Cody's angels. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you very much for listening. Um, we will be back next week with Dancing with the Stars, week four. See you then. From the Spin-Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod, with very special thanks to Nando's. It was hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and, most of the time, Duncan Grieve. Tiahe Butler made it all sound good and Rachel LaRue got us out to the world. Make sure you visit nandos.co.nz for some delicious kai. Just quickly, if you enjoyed this podcast and value what we do at The Spin-Off, please consider joining The Spin-Off members. All our mahi is made possible by our members, and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Totoko mai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Kia ora e te iwi, Tiaihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.